All right. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah get what's it. You, what you playing there, Mike? Get it. I'm playing for keeps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Up, up. Down, down. Left, right. Left, right. B-A. Start. <laughs> Didn't see that coming, bitch. Smooth. Smooth. And now it's ours. You just... What's ours? I just cheated my way into getting a podcast off of this video game. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. I didn't know there was podcasts in video games. Well, then you haven't looked hard enough. <laughs> Boom! your podcast. Hello, Jeremy. Hi, Mike. How are you doing today? I'm great. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. And for today, for this very special episode, we're going to Nostalgia Land. Nostalgia Land. And there's a lot of podcasts that talk about video games. Love video games. Me too. (laughs) And they're doing a terrible job. There's got to be millions of them. Oh, at least 20,000 video game podcasts. So... We're going to do one today, and we're going to be talking about the games that shaped our childhood. And I already have a few that come to mind. I'm sure you can, they're flooding back to you right now. Oh, yeah. And we used to play these games together. A lot of the, either you had the games um, that we would play over at your house, or I had the games over at my house, but either way, we were always hanging out and playing these video games. And... There's a lot of video games that we played as kids that we never beat. Oh, yeah. And the, sure. <clears throat> and the reason why, and people who are younger than us, uh, there's a lot of consoles that you didn't get to save your game. Like, the moment that you got done playing the game, th- you had to restart the game the next time you played it and play it from the beginning. Or if you, uh, if you died in the game, you had to start all over. Yeah, there's there's things like that, and uh, so it wasn't until we got well, at least for the main population, things like memory cards. So you'd get this little <laughs> card with so many megabytes, and put it was usually like sixty four megs. Yeah, um, you'd put that in the front of your console, and that would be how you would save your game moving forward. You had to buy extra equipment in order to save your games. Like the N sixty four had the the little cartridge pack. Yeah. That you'd put on it? Yep. Oh, yeah. You know, but we played Link to the Past at Uncle Dave's house. On the Super Nintendo. Yeah, on the Super Nintendo. He had, he was the one with the Super Nintendo. I had uh, original PlayStation and Sega. You had PlayStation. And, oh, man. Uh, I, had the, I had an N64. I had a PlayStation 1 and a PlayStation 2. 
Oh, yeah. And then once once PlayStation <clears throat> 1 was out, you know, we run through those consoles. Well, I, after PlayStation 2, I switched to Xbox. I had a 360. That's the only Xbox console I ever owned. You didn't, you didn't get to have, you didn't have the original? I didn't have the, Xbox? Jeff did. Jeff had the original Xbox. You talk about memory cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you remember in the PlayStation, uh, the memory cards for the PlayStation 2, when you'd buy a new game, it would have like a molded place in the case yeah, for a memory card? for a memory card for that game. Yep. And if you like, you know, you went to your friend's house, you took your memory card with you. Yeah, because you want to be able to pick up where you left off. It's like all the stuff you unlock in the game. Um, so there's there's a few games I wanted to bring up that really hold a special place in my heart specifically. I mean, right off the top, I would say the game that got me into and I would draw this character religiously. I would draw him all the time. And that's that's one of the video game characters that honestly got me into drawing because I would draw the shit out of him. It was Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim. That's a platformer. Yep. Yeah, side scroller. And basically, you're an er, like this. Uh, I'm trying to remember based on this because there was a show. There was a show. He was like a mutated earthworm, but he all, that's all he was was an earthworm with these big bulgy eyes, and he was very skittish, and uh, he he got put into this like buff suit, like a, a buff space suit. Yeah, a buff space suit. So it gave him arms and legs and a body. And then his little earthworm body got shoved in through the top, so you saw his, you know, the top of his earthworm head. So it was basically the end of an earthworm sticking out of this giant buff body with these big bulgy eyes and this like overexpressive mouth. And he was kind of personality-wise, he was kind of like Duke Nukem. Sort of. He Another was... video game on our list. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. He was. He was much like. Uh, he loved kicking ass and taking names. Earthworm Jim. Yep. And he was also uh, sometimes a little bitch, and it was very, very funny. He's just an earthworm. But that's a game. I never beat that game nope. as a child. It wasn't until I found out I could download it on my phone <laughs> and play it as an adult that I finally got to fucking beat it. Is the ending satisfying? Yes. Was it? Yes. <laughs> what happens at the end of you, Earthworm you, uh, So you, you have that weird skeleton demon queen who had the giant ass, you know, mm. like you know, like a queen ant. They yeah, have no, the, that's the, right. You, <laughs> they have that, that you know that giant grubby ass, and uh, uh, you got to beat you got, you know got to beat her up. Fuck yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, and I shot her with my gun. The sound like most of the games that we go over, I felt like were mixed on an audio level really really well. And there's a, there's a few that are better than most, but Earthworm Jim, like I'll never forget the sound that your gun because it was like a little machine. It was a little, it was like a stereotypical space gun. It was just this red gun. It kind of looked like the the end of a like a jet engine yeah. with a little antenna sticking out the the front and it would... <laughs> and the light like so when you're shooting the gun the 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 barrel flashes from this gun would hit your character and I always loved that. Yeah. Because it would light it would light him up <laughs> as he's like using this tiny little gun to like like just bust into enemies like this little machine gun and uh i always love that that was great isn't there a uh i'm pretty sure you lose your gun at one point in earthworm gym 
Oh, and then, you, oh, yeah, that's right, because you would grab your head with your robot mm-hmm. body, and then you would use your earthworm body as a whip. <laughs> <laughs> so you would you would essentially pull your little earthworm body out of the suit and then whip things, and then you could, like, grab onto stuff, or, like, you would interact with the environment by hitting it with your earthworm body. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love earthworm gym. Oh, and it was at your house. It was the only place I ever played it. And that was on Sega. Mm-hmm. Um, first console I ever owned was the original NES, and we had, you know, Duck Hunt. Uh, I was five years old, so this was 93, and uh, we we had Duck Hunt and, you know, Super Mario Bros., you know, the original, and I'll never forget, that's just everyone's childhood, pretty much, in our age group, is playing original Mario. Uh, Mario 64, dude. Oh, and then Mario 64 as we got a little <clears> bit older. <throat> Yahoo! The sounds of him, the sounds that his feet make running up the stairs will never leave my mind. (laughs) (laughs) When you're going up the staircase that goes on forever, Mm -hmm. and then you turn around and run back down and you never went anywhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So disappointing. (laughs) I had that old uh, Kong 64. Yeah. Where you could play as uh, Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong and all them. Yeah. Wasn't your N64 yellow? Yes. Yeah. And uh, it's it was basically like Super Mario. You were a, you ran around. It wasn't an open world, but it was it, it it changed from platformer to like first person, well third person. Yeah, I think it was third person. And uh, <clears throat> I remember I came home. I was so close to beating it. Been playing it for like months. And I came home, and my sisters were in my room playing with my Nintendo, and they were playing Donkey Kong. I was uh-huh. like. This is back in the day before you could have a bunch of profiles. Right. So I, uh, it I went was in, the game. Yeah, I went in, I checked, and they had deleted my game oh! to start a new one. And so I never got to beat that game. I remember I was so mad. I went, I was crying to my mom. I was like, they fucking, they deleted it. I worked <laughs> so hard. And she's like, it's just a video game, honey. I was like, you don't understand. It was time I'm never going to get back. It, it's so much time. And you feel so much success when yeah. you get to the next level. And yeah. then to know that it was just all taken away. And you couldn't go online. And do you remember the original, like, um, the walkthroughs? You had to buy them paperback. Yes. So whenever a game came out, you would go to your local GameStop or, you know, wherever they sold these game magazines, and you could buy the walkthrough for the game. This is pre-everything's on the internet. So you would actually, you could get the book that came out with the game. You could buy it, you know, 15, 20 bucks, and then it would be like, this is what you need to do here. A thick book. Yes. It was step it, by step of everything you had to do from beginning to end. I mean, it was like a magazine size, uh, probably quarter inch thick. But it was, yeah, hefty enough. And it would walk <laughs> you through. Well, it depends on the game. I was going to say the Oblivion walkthrough book okay, is, no, no. is insane. It's quite the tome. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd have to go buy the walkthrough. And it, it would give you cheat codes. Every cheat code that was in the game, this book had it. Uh, things like that. Uh, the intro for the podcast, I used the famous Konami cheat code. That cheat code right. is in over 120 games. Uh, that's the cheat code you would use in the original Contra to give yourself like 30. Unlimited, unlimited lives, right? uh, Well, no, it would be like 30 lives. Uh. It would give you an extra 30. And even still, the game was fucking difficult as shit to get through. But um, love Contra. That's the code in Mortal Kombat. 
you would use that code in Mortal Kombat. Um, uh, you would use that code. Uh, shit, I, I'm pretty sure it was in uh, Marvel versus Capcom. That's a good one too. That is a great game. I forgot about that game yeah. until just now. But uh, I think it was always Spider Man and Wolverine that I would play as. I yeah, I was uh, Spider Man. Yeah, Jeff was Wolverine. Yep. Yeah. Do that the uh, Spidey kick. Mm-hmm. Fucking go across the whole. Yeah, you uh, just zoom screen. up and then boom. Iron um, Man would take up like the whole screen with his chest beam. Yeah. Oh, Mega Man. Yep. This, okay, we're talking about the original Smash Brothers. Is, <laughs> yeah, this, is the, yeah. this is the precursor to Smash Brothers. Basically. Well, I mean, I don't know. It was probably around the same time because Smash Bros. was N64. That was the original Smash Bros. It was oh, Melee. it was on 64. Yeah, so Smash yeah. Bros. Melee. And uh, that's when I realized that Bowser was my spirit animal. <laughs> and uh, do I have a Bowser tattoo? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Another game that we had uh, mentioned, uh, Duke Nukem. Love Duke Nukem. So that falls in the same category as a few other games uh, that I have the same that I have the same nostalgic uh, category for these games because my mom was seeing this guy named Mike Big Mike. Do you remember Big Mike? No. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> he did a lot of cocaine and uh, he was he was like a handsome guy. But she was dating this guy Mike for a while, and he worked at a coffee shop called Ground Zero in Merritt Island. And it was, you know, this is this is the time where you could smoke in buildings. You know, if you walked into just a, a, a random building, you know, smoking section, non-smoking section. This was just a smoking place. <laughs> like <laughs> everyone smoked uh, inside this building. And my mom would go there. She would bribe us with chocolate milk so she could hang out with her new boy toy. How good is chocolate milk Dude, when you're that age? It's great. And he always put whipped cream on it and like <sighs> super extra chocolate. And we would play one <laughs> little extra chocolate for the, for the little kid and banging his mom. Right. That's exactly correct. So there were three. Shut up and drink your chocolate milk while I dig your mom out of the back, <laughs> stupid kid. And he very well could because I was distracted by the computers that they had at the coffee shop and they had video games on them. He Duke nuked your mom. <laughs> one of them the was Duke Nukem. <laughs> and my like, we're fucking shit. I think we were six. Six when she was dating Mike. I was like five when she was dating Jeff. I was like six going into seven when she was dating Mike. And then there was Doug. And then there was Brad. So she's, she's uh, the early days Jay, of my Jay, life. Jay? Jay? Oh, my gosh. Jay was the cool one. Thinking about the time frame of my life to when she met Brad, which is now my stepdad. Uh, she dated a lot of guys in a very short amount of time. A lot of guys. <laughs> and uh, so this guy worked there. We, we we would play the video games on these computers. One of them was Duke Nukem. And we're children. <laughs> elementary school children. And he, you're going into strip clubs so as Duke like, Nukem. Look, mommy, she's got boobs. <laughs> and you would like walk up to the stripper at the, the nightclub and just watch her dance. You had money. You could hand yeah, him money. Yeah, you could hand him money and money. stuff. Yeah. And like he'd go take a piss in the toilet and he's cursing the whole time. <laughs> and just like you're just blowing up aliens. It was great. And then uh, Command and Conquer, the original Command and Conquer on PC. We would play the shit out of that game there too. Forgot all about that one. Um, isn't that the one with the the Russian chick with the two pistols? Yeah, well, the, the, uh, that was uh, uh, I think that was Command and Conquer Red Alert. Red Alert, yeah, yeah, Command yeah, and Conquer which, Red Alert, which I still have somewhere. So good. What a great game! <laughs> uh, this was she just, she'd be crawling. This was the Command and Conquer <laughs> before that one. 
Yeah, you set uh, set up the little pillboxes. Yep. Dude, what a great game. Yeah, they were... I was always Britain because of the badass sniper. You would just send that motherfucker in, you get one fucking sniper, and he'll take out whole barrages of people. Uh, I just want to make it clear to all the listeners out there that I always chose America because God saved the USA. <laughs> well, America had... Uh... America had the te- uh, they had the Tesla. Well, that was just blue, but uh, they had um, what was their special unit? I'm trying to remember what it's America's. The, it's the chick. Oh, was it? Yeah, she had the two guns and she oh, crawled yeah, on the yeah, ground. Yeah, yeah, she had, yeah, she had the tan uh, top. Yeah, you know, just covered her boobs. Mm-hmm. She was all sexy and she would go 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 go. Yeah, she'd with run the two, in with the dual guns. She'd yeah. crawl like when she would get close to enemies. I'm pretty sure she would like fall under her belly. And, like, you could sneak around people with her. Yeah. And then if you made, like, an army of 15 of her. Her name started with an N. Tanya. Tanya. It was Tanya. It was Tanya. That's right. It was Tanya. The soundtrack is really good. Yeah. If you've listened to the Command & Conquer soundtrack. Do you you remember those weird ghost guys? The the teleporters? Depending on how far you sent them, they would would take time to apparate. So if you sent them really far, they would just sit there as ghosts and be like... Well, it was the... Weren't those the Russians? No, that was America. Because I remember Russians it, had like the bomber guys, and they so would run up with I bombs and stuff. I'm thinking of specifically Red Alert uh, Two because it had the psyops, the Russians that were bald and they could like. No, no, that was the same Red Alert. Yeah, that so was it would like you could convert the enemy Yuri, soldiers. Yeah, Yuri, yeah, Yuri, you could convert enemy soldiers to be on yeah. your team. Yeah, it was pretty by dumb. Using yeah. Well, it, well, at the time, so the the idea is actually a real conspiracy, a real project that happened. It's the men who stare at goats. <gasps> yeah, the MK Ultra stuff. The the even Stranger Things yeah. is kind of built into that same conspiracy. Yeah, and that was a real thing that in history we were doing. America was doing it. Russia was doing it. They were uh, soldiers who could remote view, so they'd find people who could like with the uh, they'd have a deck of cards. And like, what is this image I'm looking at? I keep getting an image of hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a big wiener. <laughs> um, so they were trying to find people who got like so many answers right. And be like, oh, you have psychic tendencies. And they like real military. Let's give you LSD. <laughs> yeah, real, exactly. Real military programs. They're like, all right, now I want you to sit here. This is this man's name. This is what he looks like. Close your eyes. And imagine where he is. And they would try to locate enemies across seas by using these people and, and their psychic abilities, quote unquote. He's, he's at the Disneyland. <laughs> Disneyland. What is Disneyland? It is at Disneyland. You've got one who doesn't want to be part of the program. He's like, okay, I think I can see him. Uh, looks like he's about eight inches deep in your mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he looks like he's really angry. <laughs> I'm getting something. I think it says, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> How about you suck my big beefcake balls? <laughs> it's just like, oh no, he's right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, look out. Oh, I got you. Uh, Yuri, you're so dumb. <laughs> and then it goes in Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it's gonna, <laughs> Every time. It's always. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> and then Mark Wahlberg's there. <laughs> it was, oh my God, Dimitri. He's right behind you. <laughs> no, no. Are, are you doing Christopher Walken? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Just wondering. It's like a Christopher Walken meets John Travolta. Hey, listen. I've got, <laughs> listen, I've Sandy. Got, I've got... Uh, s- s- I'm seeing in my mind your mom 
And now I'm taking her out to dinner. <laughs> We're having a great time. I love, that. I love that image of like, oh, I'm getting something. Is right behind you. <laughs> right. She's <laughs> uh, the one Russian who doesn't want to be part of the program. Yeah. Uh, yeah Command, Command and Conquer was good. I got real big into something to switch. So, like, I played Halo with yeah. my buddies. That was like our when the online gaming started. Oh, yeah. So, before you could really online game with your consoles, what you would do LAN. Yeah, your buddies would bring their console or you'd bring your console over to someone's house. You go in another room and you'd string a hella long Ethernet cord yep. between the two, and you'd just be playing your friends in different rooms. Yep. And uh, I mean, God forbid you had the same TVs in the same it's room. It's called a LAN party, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure people still do. What did we call it when you were looking at? If you're looking at my screen while we're playing, no looksies. No, there was a name for it. I can't remember what we called it. <coughs> if you were looking at my controller or my screen, if we were split screen. And we were like playing like GoldenEye or something. And you'd look Golden at my screen to see where I was. That Konami code works on GoldenEye as well. Yes, it does. Yeah. I think that's to get the golden gun. Probably. But what they, we called it something. Like it's, it's like screen something. It's not just, hey, don't look at my screen. Oh, it's like, oh, okay, okay. You'd yeah. accuse them of doing it. Like you were looking at my screen, but there was a name for it. But I know exactly what you're talking about. But anyway, uh, some other games. That I remember playing with you a lot, Twisted Metal. Oh man, the original. Well, Twisted Metal Two was our shit. I love Twisted Metal, dude. Warthog. I always played Warthog. Jeff. Jeff always played Spectre. Weren't, uh, well, Jeff switched between Spectre and Mister Grimm. Uh, who did you play as? Spectre. Was you were Spectre? Yeah, I always played Spectre. I think Jeff was doing Spectre, and then you started doing it, and then he switched over to Mister Grimm. I was always Warthog. He was the most Bowser of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the, um, actually, Twisted Metal, the storyline is pretty interesting. It was very Mortal Kombat for cars. Well, it was... Uh, and people in cars, vehicles. And so the concept of the game, if you're not familiar, you're in a, a, a weaponized vehicle, and you have a special attack, and then basically general stuff, machine guns, uh, very much like Mario Kart, you drive around the map or the arena... In this case, you would pick up power-ups that would give you extra ammo, you, missiles, special type of missiles, extra things that you can do to take out people. And it was basically last man standing, driving cars around. With uh, Do you remember the backstory of why you were there driving a car around? Well, it was, uh, it was Calypso. Yes. Calypso was the, you know, the con, right? The Mortal Kombat's con, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And so you... so he's the one putting. He's like this supernatural sort of being guy, you know, all powerful and things, and he wants to get these people together. And then uh, whomever wins, you know, gets some sort of power or freedom or you what get have your, you. You get your uh, wish. Your oh, you get to make a wish. <clears throat> but it's it's uh it's one of those situations where you don't make a deal with the devil. You have to work. It's a uh, what's the one with Brendan Fraser? Blast from the past. No, bedazzled. Oh. Where he gets all the oh, wishes. But, wait, was that D when, when Satan was there? Yeah, the, the hot chick, Satan? the hot Satan chick. Was that Bedazzled? I, yeah, Bedazzled with Brendan Fraser and what the fuck was her name? The hot She's chick, so hot. British, and Austin Powers. So. So smoking hot. Attractive. Oh, 
Even when she t- ended up being one and of she's those... She's always in such, like, t- tight clothes. <laughs> in Austin Powers, she ended up being one of the fembots. Yeah, which... Well, that was in this... Uh, from transitioning from Austin Powers 1 to Austin Powers 2, yeah. you find out she was a fembot. A fembot. Which Dirty slut. Stupid. Well, I'm, I'm surprised her head didn't pop when fucking he was giving it all. <laughs> you know what I mean? His special... God. Special juice. He was so attractive. His mojo. Yeah. Which is what they stole in the third movie. Remember Austin Powers with no mojo? Yeah. He was such a sad boy. Yeah. I like the Austin Powers movies. That wasn't the third one. That was the second one. He gets mm-hmm. his mojo taken in the second one. Yeah, the third one's gold right. member. So the gold member. Yeah. <laughs> with Foxy Cleopatra. But yeah. God, we... Beyonce was so hot. How many hours? Gold... Oh, I'm sorry. Gold member, Austin Powers 3. Beyonce yeah. was so... It's probably the most attractive she's ever been with the big afro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was in her prime. Foxy Cleopatra. <laughs> <laughs> but so Calypso, like in those movie, like in the movie Bedazzled, it's, it's an old story of you get the wish. but Not it, how you wanted it's it. It's not how you wanted yeah. it. Yeah. So each, the the end. Uh, it's like Bedazzled. The cut get, scene. In Bedazzled, he wanted to be tall and everyone love him and him being the best. So he ended up being like this super tall, awesome basketball player. But when he got to the locker room, he had and a they, little wiener. And the girl wanted to, his girl of his dreams wanted to fuck him. He took his towel off and he had a micro penis. <laughs> so he got everything he wanted, except he, now he couldn't perform. She was looking at his dick and laughing at him. Yeah. So it was this big. Oh, and then we wanted to be super rich. He was a he was a Colombian drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> he was so happy he could speak Spanish. Right. <laughs> what uh, a good movie, Brendan Fraser. You know why he like something happened to him? Why he wasn't in movies for a long time? Yeah, he got uh, uh, me tooed. He got touched. Yeah, it, it, it very much like Terry Crews. Yeah. Yes, he was touched. Which I mean. Who who couldn't keep their hands off of Brendan Fraser in his in his uh, prime, dude? <laughs> oh my god, dude. Monkey Bone! <laughs> oh, Monkey Bone! That was a great movie. And then, the, of course, the Mummy movies. Anaxinamun. <laughs> they uh they just they uh, for the ride at Universal they did some work on the Mummy, and everyone was like, "Oh no!" Oh, they brought in the mummies of Men's Zone, so that when they pop out, they attack you. <laughs> it's me and you <laughs> holding mummies. <laughs> oh, here you go. Here's yours. <laughs> But they were all worried that they were going to revamp the ride with the new mummy starring Tom Cruise. Ugh. And they're like, no, like, this is the best ride at Universal. Yeah. And it probably is the best ride, the mummy ride is in Orlando, yeah. I would imagine, unless you're like, I, I, I do like some of the Disney stuff, like Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Those types of rides. But I think the best ride in Orlando has to be the mummy. I agree. And uh, I wrote when I used to work there, I would ride that on my oh, lunch nice. break. Instead of eating lunch. I would go into the park. Get scared by mummies. <laughs> I'd go into the park and I would get to the front of the line. I'd just walk past everybody. Yeah. Just holding up my ID. And then when I got to the front, you're not supposed to have your ID out. So I would just tuck my badge and be at the front of the line until the people who worked the line got to know me. And so I'd just walk in. They're like, oh, sir, you hold here. And they just wave me through. <laughs> like, Come on, Jeremy. It's nice. Just, it's Jeremy's lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd ride the mummy like two or three times in a row That's every day awesome. at lunch. But uh, they were going to take Brendan Fraser out of the ride is what everyone was worried about. Yeah. And, I mean, the Tom Cruise mummy was okay. It's But it's not. Anaxinamun! It's not, right. It doesn't have, dude. <laughs> this is curse. That is curse. <laughs> <laughs> dude, the scene, the scene where they're going after the, I can't remember his name, but he's the shysty uh, Egyptian dude. Yeah. Uh, that was Brendan Fraser's friend at one point or yeah. whatever. When the mummy's coming up on him and he's like, 
going through his different necklaces with right. different religious symbols and he's yeah. speaking different languages. What a great scene. Yes, absolutely. It's so, it's so perfect. Mm-hmm. He's like, the, it shows that the dude is shysty, mm-hmm. that he doesn't believe in anything, but that he's also intelligent. Intelligent. Yeah. And he knew what to kind of do to get this mummy on his side. Well, not on his side, but you know what I mean? To yeah. trust him, to use him. And the, to, oh, he was speaking Hebrew. He pulled out the Star of David. Yeah. And he said, oh, that's the language of the slaves. I can use you. What a great scene. Yeah. Man. Awesome. I love that. So anyways, they, the, the ride's done. And Is they, it done now? They, well, they revamped, like they, they did all this work to it. Oh. So now it's released, and what they ended up doing was, was making that it more Brendan Fraser mummy. They enhanced all of the graphics that are in it, like when the scarabs come down the wall. Oh, they enhanced wow. that, and uh, they just made the mummies look and move more naturally and stuff. So uh, they upgraded li- the they animatronics. They just upgraded the ride that the, already was already perfect. Instead of changing it nice. and putting screens everywhere and oh yeah stuff yeah. Is it's like when they changed the Spider Man ride? Is that changed? I, I thought they I thought they did more for the uh, like visual as opposed to like the practical effects. They did more of the projector stuff. It's so sad that it's going that way. Yeah, like uh, it's cheaper. Well, but I want to see the fucking shark come out of the water. Well, yeah, and almost eat me when I'm in a boat. There's something about, especially when Jaws was a ride. What a great ride! Yeah, um, you went through a little town. Yeah, you were in a little town, you were in a boat, you were in water, and then there was also something in the water that was trying to kill you. Remember, there's a part of that ride where you would go into, uh, like, you've already had, like, little, oh, maybe there's a shark out here. Yeah. And then you, the these doors open to this, like, dock. Yeah. That's a enclosed dock. So you go into the building, and then all of a sudden, like, a fin comes up next to the boat and yeah. just goes. But it's all dark, so yes. you really can't see. Yeah. You'd have to, like... And there's the wake behind it. Yeah, there's the wake, and then you'd like the fin and the would boat come starts up. moving, and then you go. Th- it's that's uh, Jurassic Park did it did does it pretty good at Universal. Yeah, with that practical. That's what we need, dude. I don't yeah. want I, the the new what they're doing to uh, Splash Mountain is they're changing it to Princess and the Frog. Oh, so it's all going to be screens like what they did with Pandora. Yeah, so like. The background is actual like screens, really nice ones playing stuff, mm-hmm. you know, instead of just putting characters there that just slowly pop up like animatronics, Ooh. which I think is the best. It's probably because we're old now, but there's something about that practical effect. That practical really, effects always do better because it makes you feel like you're there. They do better on the film. They do better in person. I mean, practical effects are seeing is believing that part of your brain. You know, it's there in front of you. If you wanted to, you know you could touch it. Absolutely. And that's what it. and that's what your brain your brain's like, that's real. And then also what comes with that behind the scenes is the people who make those rides. Mm-hmm. The type of people that you're looking for, the kind of work they do. So you're talking about a group of creative construction workers versus a bunch of IT programmers mm-hmm. nowadays. So there's a you know, a lot of logistics centers that I look at for Universal and Disney where they actually build their effects in mm-hmm. and i've had to go into the buildings to like you know look at the deck from underneath and it's just giant props of all disney and universal stuff and it's just a group of some of the most creative people that are basically construction workers yeah they're building making art though things, things the size of, of houses i mean they built hogwarts they built yeah yeah all that stuff and it's it, it's kind of going to the wayside now where it's all being like projections and holograms and screens and stuff yeah I think they still know the best quality 
practical stuff, like the things that you can see and touch. Like you, I, they're still doing that pretty well. You got to theme it. But we digress. <laughs> well, that's so Calypso would promise you something and it would go horribly wrong. All right, Jeremy, there's a video game that you had that we would play all the time on original PlayStation. It was the most terrifying, difficult, and should not have been made for children video game. Do you remember what it was called? No. It was called Heart of Darkness. And this video game was gorgeous. The gameplay itself, the way that the uh, creatures moved. So if you're going to be looking this up right now, what you need to look up is Heart of Darkness, death scenes. But anyway... I rewatched like the intro, and if you guys do the same thing, if you look up Heart of Darkness on YouTube, you will find the kind of cinematic intro, which was pretty much the beginning of CGI, you know, computer generated 3D animation in oh, its, wow. in its I infancy. I forgot about all about this game. Completely. Isn't that a great? Do you remember that fucking game? Yeah, I didn't. I've now I do. So. The whole concept is you are... shit. I forgot about this game completely. And do you remember climbing that rock wall at the beginning and getting chomped down by that, like, skeleton? Yes. And and you're a kid. You're in... You're as... Oh, my God. I mean, he's ripping the body in half. He's eating it. I'm watching death scenes right now. So so this is a game where you're a child and you're getting brutally murdered by the things that you're fighting or your environment in yeah, general. Yeah, just climbing on things that can yeah. just destroy you. Yeah, so the the backgrounds, the artwork, my one of my favorite parts about this game was the audio. Because even looking back at some of these videos of this game that we played all the fucking time and we could not beat, it was the sound of these, like... You're you're in a jungle and you fall through the canopy and then you're 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 dangling above this water and all of a sudden you see this large uh, you know this large creature move in the water below you and you see there's a branch next to you so you start shaking back and forth so that way you can swing far enough to grab the the branch and if you don't do it in time this thing just shoots itself out of the water and just chomps your little body down <laughs> and all that's left hanging from the rope is your leg yeah. Yeah, and, I'm watching some serious shit right now. Yeah, these scenes, dude. This is pretty crazy. And we, 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 how old were we playing this Little, game? Dude, Seven. I had. I don't have Eight. any recollection of it until now. I'm looking yeah, at and, it. Yeah, and then you're, <laughs> and then you get PTSD. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy this game and finally beat it because this game holds such a special place in my heart. Playing this game with you, remember you would die in four seconds, and then the way that we had it set up is next person goes, and then you would have the controller for like twelve seconds, and then you'd die, <laughs> and then it would go back to Jeff, and then me, and then we would get a little bit further. And uh, luckily, that's one of those games where it, it holds checkpoints in the game, but the moment you turn that game off, unless you have a memory card, you start from the beginning of the game. I'm pretty sure at that time you didn't have either a memory card that had enough on its file. Or you didn't, uh, yeah, that's probably what it was. Probably. You, you didn't have a working memory card that could hold that much data. This was a PlayStation 1 game. It was a two-disc game. It was massive because they had so much beautiful stuff, and they did have these cutscenes. The cutscenes are the worst part of the fucking game, so don't judge it on the cutscenes because <laughs> they were garbage. It's that weird, like you said, it's like a, it's supposed to be 3D yeah. type. And it was really bad, poorly done, but it was it was literally CGI in its infancy. You know, this is pre, uh, maybe pre-Toy Story? I think this, is, got, like, this is around the time of, like, um, Beast uh, Beast Wars. 
Remember Beast Wars? Oh, wow. That was like the first an- like CGI <laughs> animated uh, show. It was like around that time. So they just, it, was, it wasn't great, but they put their money into the gameplay as a PS1 game. And it was gorgeous. The, the art style for the backgrounds, the things that you're fighting, they moved so organically, which I just and don't creepy, remember like, ever seeing. Yes, like terrifying. Ink, like inky snake-like Yeah, movements. those little blob guys, yeah. the, the shadow men. Mm-hmm. And, like, and then when they grab you and then swallow you whole. <laughs> I saw one uh, cutscene just now where he, he eats the little boy and then his feet fall out of his mouth. Yeah, well, it's his shoes. <laughs> nah. You lose your shoes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, you have to assume that the feet are still in the Sharp shoes. teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you always were usually like, oh, and there's the you're you're in an underwater area, and there's this weird, uh, just gyrating blob thing, and if you get too close to it, it sucks you in real fast, and then just pops out two shoes into the into the water, and uh, (laughs) sucks you up so quick. Oh, there was like these little piranha things. Like there were areas of the water where you had to make sure that you didn't touch the water because the moment that you did, these little piranha things would just consume your body. <laughs> and it was also very terrifying, and they would just leave a shoe. I've got a Sega game for you. Huh? <clears throat> Do you, I don't know if you remember Comic Zone. Comic Zone? Here. I'm going to hand this to you. I'm going to grab a drink. Take this. Oh, my God. What a blast from the past. I totally <laughs> forgot about this fucking game. You're Yeah, you're like this crazy guy, sunglasses, Cool looking, got uh, cool a cool looking blonde guy. ponytail. Yeah, you got a blonde ponytail and uh, you know ripped off sleeves on your shirt and, and you're like, like jorts. Yeah, and you're like, just jorts. like in this constant fighting stance and you're going from panel to panel up comic down left it's right. A, it's a comic, comic book panel. Yeah, it's a comic yeah. book panel. So like you're you're you go from panel to panel. Each thing's a different scene and then it's got like uh you know big uh, text blurbs that pop up while you're playing and and you got this hand that comes in and draws enemies. It's the hand of so it's the the, you play as a guy who wrote the comic book. Yeah. You're the comic book artist. And the villain that you created in your comic book comes to life and pulls you into the... He escapes the comic book and puts you into the comic book. So it's his evil hand with your pencil. Uh, and he's drawing yeah, enemies yeah. to attack you. Uh, to show... It's like your own medicine. Yeah. Like throwing him into his own right. comic world. God, I totally forgot about that fucking game. What a cool game. It was what was on, that on? Uh, it was on Sega. That's right. But we played it mostly bringing back good old Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave had it on his PC, on his, yeah. on his computer. And it was a game that I, I know I played it a lot when I was over there. It was like, hey, let's go outside and kick the ball. I'm like, oh. I'm going to play Comic Zone. Yeah, man. What I totally fucking forgot about that game. Well, that Heart of Darkness is what brought it back because it's kind of similar into the, like, the movements of the character. Yeah. And then like... Just the the way you would die and stuff. That it was pretty horrific. Yeah. Well, uh, there was a uh, uh, a restaurant called Wacky Wings in Merritt oh, Island, dude, Florida. I remember Wacky. Dude, Wings. Dude, Wacky Wings was such a great fucking restaurant. I've been spending my entire life. My chasing mouth is down, watering. Chasing down wings that remind me of Wacky Wings. Is the closest it? I've gotten is Frankie's here. Really? Yes. I'll have to check it out. Yes, Frankie's has the closest thing to. Oh my god, my mouth is watering right now. You remember now. sitting inside of Wacky Wings? It was such a shithole. And do you remember what <laughs> games they had? The arcade games. Um, the one that we always played, the Simpsons. Simpsons. They had the Simpsons. The Simpsons video game. are the original Simpsons arcade game. Yeah, you, are and, you happy that I remembered that? Yes, <laughs> but it was also a very uh, nostalgic. This is very, very very nostalgic moment. Yeah, and uh, we would you know get and this is quarter based and it depends on uh, we would always get further and further and further and I always got to the point where uh, I think it was the second like you beat the b- boss you know in the first act or whatever how you however you want to say it you beat the you know the the stupid fat guy in the beginning 
and then you go over to, and then you can start like getting attacked by big muscly guys, and like the. <laughs> it was your typical side scroller, uh, you know, press A to punch, press B to kick. Yeah, yeah, it was two two buttons and a joystick. Yep. Yep. And, oh, and then you could combine yourselves. Like, so if you're playing with somebody. Then you you guys could do a, a power attack like you know like Bart would like get up on Homer's shoulders and like start bashing people with a skateboard like or, a teenage um, Marge, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I think Marge Marge and somebody did the the donut roll and so you could, you guys could combine your powers into like a super move and that was like really cool. <laughs> I forgot about playing playing that game at Wacky Wings. But right, when she brought it up. I was like the fucking Simpsons, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love that place. Do you like, remember hey, in Merritt Island, Mister Arcade? <clears throat> yes, it was. Uh, it was like a penny slash quarter old well, arcade. Well, no, you didn't. You didn't play with quarters. You would. It was. It was you an original. No, you. Uh, you. You went to the counter and you got a wristband for time, because all the games were already right. pre. They were unlocked. You're right. So you would. You would. You would play by the time. You know. Uh, and this is all original arcade games, and you'd go in there and play Galaga. You know, The Simpsons, you, uh, you play all the shooting games, Area 51. What's that, uh, what's the shooting game with the pedal? It's not Time Cop. Uh, was that, uh, the, the zombie one? Not the zombie one, but there's a zombie one too. But you, it was the, where you press the pedal to get out of cover. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're always in cover. Tomb Raider? It's not Tomb Raider, but Tomb, well, Tomb Raider's similar, right? Tomb Raider came after, I think. This was like you were the blue guy or the red guy, yeah, the and you blue, were partners. Red, yeah, the, yeah. You were like super cops yeah, or something. Yeah. <clears throat> and Time Cop, it's very similar to Time Cop if you remember playing Time Cop. <laughs> if, do you remember Time Cop? Time, yes. Where you, you were a cop who kept going back through time? Our cat <laughs> is now on the uh, recording table. Hello, Rosie. Did I say our cat? Yes, you did. It's the podcast cat. <laughs> Rosie, <laughs> you have food. Hello, Rosie. He just wants to be the center of attention. Yes. Have you had your balls chopped off yet? Yes. Well, I found him with his balls chopped off. Ah. He he chose us. I just got my cat neutered. He's not very happy with Nikki. Yeah. Because Nikki took him. I even told um. him. I was like, he's never going to treat you the same. <laughs> like, That's not fair. You're the one who told me to cut his balls off. I'm like, well, yeah, but he doesn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, shit. All right, so... Oh, do you remember Driver? Yes, we and were talking about that. Uh, we were outside talking about that. Driver yeah. it was the precursor to GTA. That's that's what I would consider it to be because this is this is a game that came out in 1999, and this is when Grand Theft Auto was like kind of like helicopter view of the city. You're driving around; it's like an overhead view of you in the city, getting in and out of cars and killing people. Blah blah blah. Driver was what people kind of came to know and love in, in Grand Theft Auto. And this game came out before that, before GTA 3. And you were in a car, and it was original PlayStation. And this is the first game that was like open world driving. And as you crashed into things with your car, you crashed into another car. You can crash other cars. Uh, they take damage. Your, your, your uh, fucking hood gets dented in. Your door falls off. The cops, you know, chase you, and you get like a, you know, the little map on the bottom corner so it's lights blue up, and, blue and red, because blue the and red. cops are chasing you. And this is the game that we were playing before GTA became became GTA that, was out, but it wasn't filled that, that niche. Yeah, it was like they mixed their what GTA already was with Driver. Yes, and and came up with a very good Vice game. City. Yep. Yeah. 
uh, GTA Five. Vice City is dope. I remember being a little kid, and my brother was playing, and and uh, <laughs> I was watching him do the missions, and I was way too young for GTA. And uh, I guess my mom was walking by the room, and she heard my little squeaky child voice go. <laughs> I was like, "Sam, we got enough money to buy the strip club." <laughs> and she busts the door, but she's like, "What are you guys doing? What are you talking about?" I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> I was like, "I don't know." Okay. I'm making a smart investment, oh, dude. That just made me remember of another time. Uh, just being too young for a game was constantly Final Fantasy. Yeah, uh, my brother Rob. This is five. I can't remember Four? which I can't remember which one it is, but he it was a part of the game. He was already playing it when I came into the room and he was going down a hallway. Phoenix down. And there was just like it, little dead bodies everywhere and the hallway was all covered in blood and like handprints of blood yeah. sliding down and stuff and it was terrifying. I was like 5 and I was just <laughs> looking at it like oh, and I'm watching him play and then it got to the part to where he like used one of his special People, I don't know what they're yeah, called. I, I, I hated Final Fantasy as I got older. <laughs> but it was like these, you'd do a dance and you'd summon some giant godlike thing to do a move in right. the turn-based combat. And one of the things that he would summon would be like this angelic-looking chick with huge tits. Yep. <laughs> and it was like in like That's an so outline of a vagina. <laughs> and yep. I was like, oh, dude, she's so hot. Like, I remember that. <laughs> it was like eight. <laughs> Do you remember when you found out that if you gave the zombie a healing potion, it would kill it? Like, it would hurt it? In what? In Final Fantasy. If you were fighting a zombie and you gave it a healing potion, it would it would hurt it. No, it I didn't. It would cause like, damage. Dude, turn-based combat was so hard for me to get into. It's so hard for me to get into turn-based yeah. combat. The only turn-based combat game I really enjoyed was Worms, Mass Destruction. Worms Armageddon, man. Worms Armageddon. Fuck, yeah. we played the shit out of Worms <laughs> Armageddon. Dude, that was another like uh, multi-disc PlayStation game. Yes, that came in like a thick, a thick case. It was like four discs in one case or something. It was, t- it was two, two or three, max. Do you remember the four case, four set cases? For Dude, the, you'd open them up and then they'd open up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd have yeah four discs. In I there. still have my Worms uh, game. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely. would wreck me every time. There's a so few. Mad. There's a few games I still have the 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 games and the cases for just because I was like I can't get rid of this. This is everything to me. <laughs> this is my entire life. Um, yeah, dude. Fucking. What's another good one? Clay Fighter. Do you remember Clay Fighter? Now that you're saying it, I'm starting to get images. You you in could my head. be okay. So it's like these clay type figures. Uh, I always played as the the buff snowman. So he was like this buff snowman oh, dude, with like these angry eyes. Yes, it's flowing into my head, dude. Yeah, right and now. so there was like a weird, uh, like there was like a Gumby guy, you know, a stretchy rubber dude. Um, there was a, a, there was, I think there was like a pumpkin guy too, but Clay Fighter. Dude. You remember fucking Clay Fighter? I do now. What a great fucking game. What? I was always a snowman. I have always had an obsession with snowmen. Snowmen. <laughs> Snow ladies. <laughs> There's a with their big old snow titties. Dude, I remember this. Right? There's a worm looking dude like from that movie Can of Worms. Yeah. I feel like I played as the pumpkin head dude. Dude, I completely forgot all about this game. It's just a fighter. Yeah. You had you must have had this. This must have been your Oh game. yeah, yeah, I had that game. And then, you know, there's always the standard, you know, uh, full... I, I just... I didn't want to cover mainstream games overall. I wanted to cover the games that you don't hear people talk about ever, right? You know, no one talks about Clay Fighter. No. Sonic the Hedgehog, you know... Uh, you know, what I felt was not mainstream 
back when we were playing it, hmm. but I think it became mainstream was Crash Bandicoot. Oh yeah. Um, oh, what a great game! Yeah, I, I want to get the I want to get the revamped version of all the games because I was just like, I remember this so good. <laughs> <laughs> Felt so safe when you had an Ooga Booga with you, right? Or he was <laughs> he was all golded up. Yeah, yeah. You're like I'm invincible. Yeah, <laughs> I could take on anything. Yeah, that was, but it did. It ended up being like when we got older. They were like, you remember how awesome Crash Bandicoot was? I hate. So I was a kid that played video games well into being in high school Mm -hmm. and stuff and like so i was definitely uh, you know that nerdy well we got to we got to grow up with every console as children right i mean excluding you know atari you know uh, those those kind of precursors to what we now know as modern consoles uh in all honesty i really feel like nes was like the start of what video game would be nowadays. Well, let's not play down the Atari, dude. They had Colonel Mustard's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Custard. Colonel Custard's Revenge. I have no idea what that is. You don't know what that game is? No. It was so there was a series of adult video games that came out on the Atari. Uh-huh. And um I think it's Colonel Custard. It's Colonel Mustard or Colonel Custard. It might be Mustard. I can't remember. But uh you played as Colonel. Uh-huh. And you were in an all yellow suit, which leads me to believe it's Mustard. And uh <laughs> You were going through, and it'd be like... Well, custard can also be yellow. It'd be like native, like people shooting at you out of barrels, like a Western thing. And basically, the goal was you'd get to the end of fighting through people throwing spears at you, and there'd be a Native American girl tied to a, a pole. And mind you, the whole game, as you're running through, and you're like shooting back, you have a big old boner. When you, <laughs> when, you get to, when you get to the end, the prize for beating the level is the Native American girl tied to a pole, and he'd... Uh, have sex with her against her will. Oh my god! And it was an Atari game. Jesus Christ! It's an old Atari video game. There's a whole series of adult video. Did games it at least look like Atari. she enjoyed it? No, she was being raped. So, so they. they <laughs> oh god! She was tied to a pole. Oh no! And he just goes over, and his big boner goes in her. And she's like, oh, oh, oh! And then oh it goes my to god! The next level. <laughs> and the next level's harder. Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> so the Atari had its thing. You know? <laughs> my god! Oh god! That's way back then. Yeah, that was the times were different. <laughs> but yeah, uh the we did. We had all the consoles growing up, but what I was what I was getting at is that as kids who played video games, especially in a time where parents didn't understand, they're like, "Oh, it's just a fucking video game. What are you doing?" Right, their brains um, are melting. Uh we had the there's no way to make money doing this and then of course we live in a world now where people make lots of money doing millions it. Millions and millions of dollars. But there's also the other culture of kids that we went to school with and grew up with that would just totally just harsh on you for playing video games like you're a big nerd. Like, oh, what well, you just sit in your fucking basement and play video games all day, dweeb? Right. And then, I'm out here playing football and <laughs> fucking chicks. And then now we're older and those same dudes are like, do you remember Crash Bandicoot, bro? <laughs> so cool. And you're like, shut the fuck up, dude. You used to Be make quiet, fun- Brandon. <laughs> you used to make fun of me in high school for playing that, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny nowadays. They're like, ah, dude, GoldenEye was the shit. It was like, you would never come over dude, to my house and play N64. GoldenEye dude. was fucking awesome. It really was. My I had buddies that um, they preferred uh, Perfect Dark. Don't know that game. It's basically Goldeneye, but you're like a you're this chick, and it's there's even like some of the multiplayer maps in yeah. Perfect Dark Zero was maps from Goldeneye. They just like took the map, yeah, and moved it over, and but I don't know, dude. Playing as James Bond was so fucking cool. Yeah, and Goldeneye, you're Pierce Brosnan. 
James Bond. The best James Bond. So it's even cooler. And the bad guy is Sean Bean. <laughs> fucking, Who dies in literally everything. Boromir, dude. Dude, you don't, don't even get me started on Boromir. That, I cry every time. Every single time. The, the scene with Boromir, and he's like trying to protect his little hobbit friends, and he gets shot with all those arrows, not, and he keeps going. Not, I tear up every time. Not only did he protect his little hobbit friends... He protected his little hobbit friends immediately after giving into the power of the ring. Yep. And then feeling- He powered through it. And as soon as Frodo had disappeared, he goes, what have I done? Oh, God. He realized that- right now. He realized that he was not strong enough to fight off and that he would have used the ring for evil. Just like Gandalf knew when Gandalf went to go pick it up yep. for the first time. He had that little vision. Yeah. He's like, well, I can't touch this. I'm not, and, not, uh, not for me. Galadriel, when she- when he offered the ring to her, and she's like, I would be a dark queen, which was a terrifying scene when I was young. Yeah. Um, Boromir was tempted by the ring, and then immediately and immediately then... knew what he did was wrong, and then he sacrificed his life to save the hobbits. Oh, God. Way why, cooler than his brother. Why didn't he dude. use his shield? He had a shield on his back He was here. fighting off, what, 10 Yurikais at once? Yeah, it was a bunch. Yeah. <sighs> Badass motherfucker. Um, Boromir might be... If you're going to exclude the Hobbits, because the Hobbits did some really cool stuff, like <clears throat> Merry and Pippin, from where they start, what is what is Lord of the Rings? The Fellowship is like 15 years or something. It's like over a decade, the whole story. It's just in the Peter Jackson movie. It's just, you know, yeah. one right after the other. Yeah. But so they left the Shire and they were gone for like a decade or so. Yeah, I, th- I believe that's right. So when Merry and Pippin left. It's actually a series that I did read. Yeah. When Merry and Pippin left, they were just these young fucking... Mary Tooks fucking, <laughs> there's yeah. these little fucking uh, rapscallions. And then it ends, you've got a warrior of Gondor. Right. How he pledged, he got down on his knees and was like, Boromir tried to save us and I'm going to repay the debt. And then they go light the, the, light the beacons to let Minas Tirith know. Yeah. Yeah. It's so Ugh. cool, the, the journey that happened with Merry and Pippin. But Samwise Gamgee is the greatest character in all of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He was, uh, uh, what is it, Ruby? Rudy. Rudy. Rudy, yes. yes. Uh, he's Sean Astin, who is the son of John Astin, who is the original on TV Gomez Adams. Oh, wow. Look at his eyes. That's his dad? That's his dad. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sean Astin's dad. I had <clears throat> um, no idea. Yeah. Well, most of these people in Hollywood, are they're all related to somebody. It's all nepotism. It's all family money. Yeah. It's Well, it's nepotism. It's like... So there's very few cases, like Jim Carrey, I believe. Jim Carrey's one who like moved to California mm-hmm. and like slept on a couch and got recognized. Yeah, uh, Keanu Reeves is one of the very few who has no relation to Hollywood. He just was noticed and became famous. Most of all the people you've ever loved in media, their uncle or their grandfather was the most famous person in the 40s, or was mm-hmm. the, you know the related uh, Nicholas Cage's. Uncle is Francis Ford Coppola, who did The Godfather. Yeah. It's like, did they get the job because of nepotism? Or it's like they have the ability to go. Their their family knows the connections of who to audition in front of and talk to. Oh, and, right. You know, yeah. Just this that. is how you do it. Right. It's We, we, we have <clears> the, <throat> we know the people. These are the people. We'll get you the meetings. And they're going to know we sent you, blah, blah, blah. Right. But uh, Samwise Gamgee, uh, he's old Hollywood. Um, but he is... I remember him getting so much shit when those movies came out. They'd all make fun of Sam for like being gay and stuff. But he's like the most pure. He the ring never enticed him once. Yeah. There's only one other person 
in all of Lord of the Rings that was never affected by the power of the ring. There's two total. There's Samwise Gamgee and Tom Bombadil. Tom Bombadil's not in the movies, but he's like older than everything. He's from the beginning, Tom Bombadil. Is just a happy old man in the woods <laughs> that barely wears clothes. He's just a crazy old man, and he's like, he. I think someone hands him the ring, and he like holds it for a second, and he's just like, huh? And he like flips it back to the person. Oh like yeah, it has no effect on him whatsoever. Oh, did it, wasn't he like covered in a bunch of stuff? I think there's pictures of him with like mushrooms on him yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, but he's because he's from time itself, like the beginning of time. Bombadil existed. Yeah, so he's kind of like the Earth entity. Yeah, he's the embodiment of Earth itself. Yeah, but Samwise Gamgee—he had a big brown hat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Samwise Gamgee was never tempted by the ring because all he ever cared about was being happy in the Shire yeah. and marrying Rosie and having kids. And he, there was nothing that the ring could give him that would be better than that. He didn't need the power of a ring to right. be happy to have power. Even Frodo, he was good at fighting off the power of the ring, but he was susceptible yeah. to the power. I mean, we saw that at the end, but Samwise never once did he go like he the only time he ever offered to take it was because he thought it would help Frodo. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously fucking Schmeagol was like, he's trying to steal the ring. Fat Hobbits is <laughs> like fucking. Oh, dude, I hated Frodo so much when that was going on. Oh, yeah. He just turned on his lifelong best friend for this fucking weird hunchback. Yeah. Unacceptable. Yeah. I know hmm. we're supposed to be talking about video games, but this no, is nostalgia. Fine. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I want to ask you, I guess, the, the final question. Sure. What is your favorite video game? Because I have mine. Is this like favorite? Like I can let's, play let's, it over and over and over say again? Long, yes, the, the game that you've played from start to finish the most often. The game that you've played more than any other video game. The, the game that gives you the most, the most back. You get, you get something out of playing the game. The game that I've played that I played the most out of any other video game was Oblivion, Elder Scrolls. Yeah, Elder Scrolls, classic game. Yeah, um, and the amount to do in those uh, those Elder Scrolls games. Well, you go then, into Oblivion and Skyrim and all those. All the different things you could spend half your life playing that game. It was cool because you could do missions in different ways. Yeah. And it didn't actually tell you, like, you can do this, or you could do this, right. or you could do that. It you automatically just... tells you, hey, because you took this mission, you just failed this one. I'm like, fuck! Yeah, or uh, there, was, there was a <laughs> now mission. Now I have to beat the game and then go do it the other way to find out what happens. <laughs> there was a mission for the Dark Brotherhood where you, I can't remember the name of the town. It's the town where uh, the the guy running it, the king, whoever, was, like, really a vampire, or he had his, like, wife locked up in a dungeon, and she was a vampire, or he was trying to bring her back to life, or... I can't remember the name of that that village, but there was a yeah, house. There was a house there, and you went in, and it was supposed to be, like, a... I think it was, like, a murder mystery, or they're all there to, like, schmooze and rub elbows. You're there for the Dark Brotherhood, and you're supposed to kill oh, them off. Oh, those cocktail weenies? You're supposed to kill them off. Like... It, Don't mind me. Like you're all in the house, and you're supposed to kill them off, and that's it. It does. It's just like they all have to die. And I love that. You're, you're, you're. You, depending on what point in the game you're at, you could be so high in stealth, you could literally like just crouch down. And then I just like, I just imagine the visual of you just like crouch down, walking up to somebody, and your stealth is so high, you could just like stab them right in front of everybody, <laughs> including themselves, <laughs> and then just like just stab them to death, and then just like stand up as if you magically appeared in front of everybody. Like, oh no, this terrible thing happened. What could have possibly happened? Well, what was cool about it? Or you is could steal the clothes off of people. 
as they're <laughs> walking around. <laughs> so the door shuts and you can't get in and out of the out of the house, right? The mission has yeah. started. You can just pull out your sword and just fucking kill everybody and just massacre everyone. Bam, mission complete. Or the route that I took, because I was a stealth character, was that you could you'd follow them around and like one would go into their room and they'd fall asleep and you could go in and like stab them while they were sleeping. And then eventually like all the rest of them would like run into that room and be like, oh my God, what happened? Then they would start pointing fingers at each other. So then dialogue would open. Dialogue would start opening and they'd talk to you and be like, where were you? And you, like you could start confusing people and then you'd choose your next victim. And then depending on who was in what room where, it would change the dialogue of how you killed them. But if you just shot the gun and killed everybody right off the bat, you lost that without knowing. Right. So as a stealth character, I got to <coughs> experience pitting people against each other. <laughs> and this is a very old game considering now. It's like, 11 years old. Yeah, well, no, older than that. Of, no, it's 11 Obli years old. Oblivion. Oh, Oblivion. Oblivion. Yes, that's well, shit. 15? Yeah. I mean, uh, we were in high school or middle school or something. Yeah. And um, so... Oh, shit. Probably more than 15. There was a, something that I found out. I didn't know you could do this in the game until that mission... The guy was an orc, and he's sitting there eating at the table. And I went up, and I stole one of the, I stole an apple, and I had made poison. And then I went, and I tried to combine the apple and poison just for fun. I'm sitting here with all my friends. Right. Like, we're all watching me play. And I was like, apple, and I clicked on the apple, and I clicked on the poison, and it made a poison apple. Oh, wow. And I was I didn't even know it was possible. So then I went in, and I'm a stealth character. I went up, and he was sitting there eating, and I pickpocketed him. And I took all the food out, and I put the apple in his inventory and then when i exited out of it he pulled the apple out of his pocket took a bite his health bar went down and he died in his chair oh my god like he was still sitting and people were just like walking by him for a minute while he was dead <laughs> and then they were like they said his name or Gary's something and dead. Yeah, they all start freaking out and they run to the table you could poison apples and and poison people that yeah. way. yeah it's insane so great you could slip uh like paralysis potions into their inventory. Oh, yeah. And they would drink them and then they just freeze up and fall to the ground. Yeah. Pickpocketing in, in those games was always fantastic. Taking their clothes off while they're on patrol. Yeah. I always thought that was hilarious. Pickpocketing all the guards' weapons. You just imagine like being in real life and just taking someone's clothes off and then just like <laughs> you're so dope about it. They'd have no idea. They're just like, I'm cold now. Oh. <laughs> and, uh,. Fuck, dude, the, the, there's this paintbrush glitch where you could duplicate paintbrushes, and when you dropped them, they'd stay floating in the air, and you could jump on them. Oh, so you yeah. you could keep putting them, and you could climb over walls with paintbrushes and stuff. Like, Yeah. I was doing mods and glitches before you could really mod and glitch. And these are, like, uh, things you really had to find out for yourself. Well, yeah, you couldn't really. There was internet, but it's not like we had it. Like, we could just... Well, I would say by the time of Oblivion, I remember looking up stuff online about there's it. A, there's a family computer. Yeah. You yeah had to, I mean, there's you had five to, people you know. trying to use the computer. <laughs> Dad's got to do work. Mom's looking up something. Like, Chelsea's time to use the computer. So, like, when I got to use the computer, it was pretty late at night, and I wasn't looking up video games. Though, you, know what I mean? <laughs> you remember booting up the computer, and it sounded like you were doing a fucking, uh, you were summoning Satan? <laughs> <laughs> Is that fucking Latin? <laughs> Is that Latin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, my favorite video game of all yes. time. Resident Evil 4. That's probably... I played that game probably 25 times i could play that whole through. i could play that whole game with my eyes closed oh yeah like, well me i can too. like run through the game yeah in my absolutely head. and just oh they're they're so they're redoing these games 
like from start to finish, kind of revamping them. And I think they, they've already started with a couple and then they're going to get to Resident Evil 4 and they're going to redo Resident Evil 4. And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, you don't change too much. You make it look better. Well, yeah, you don't sp- change that fucking game. <laughs> the story and everything's going to be the same, right? Uh, hopefully. Dude, how cool was getting that red nine? And uh, uh, of course, Leon uh, from Resident Evil games is uh, voiced by the famous Matt Mercer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love Leon. He's my favorite Resident Evil character. <laughs> Leon! <laughs> Leon, help! Help, help me, Leon! <laughs> he's getting the dumpster, you bitch. <laughs> just fucking stop getting captured by zombie guys. He's just throwing the president's daughter in a dumpster. Oh, a dumpster. help me, Leon! <laughs> it's a dumpster full of, like, body parts <laughs> <Right>? and stuff. <laughs> Get in there, bitch! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! I got zombies to kill! And then how terrifying was it when you got when you had to play as her? And you had no weapon. You just had a flashlight. Yeah. You'd have to run, yeah, because you were you were just like this very scantily clad woman with big old titties. She's the president's daughter. Yeah, and she was very scantily clad with big old titties. Yes, just like the president's daughter usually is. <laughs> have you played any? Well, five. I didn't like five. I I have six. Six I find very intriguing because you're playing the same story from different. Uh, different points of like is six the one where you choose to play as like you play as chris and it's you and another yes, person so it's and the same it's- story but you play as different parts of the story so you you all run into each other at different parts but you you uh there's each character has their own part of the story leon's in raccoon city i think i played this with with nikki yeah play i played as- i played leon right off the bat yeah that's the first one i played yeah, as but well then i played with like chris and then i played with like the the really hot really hot chick with the red the red Asia, clothes on. Uh, Ada Wong. Yeah, she's hot as fuck. Do Ada Wong. And uh, yeah, so I Ada have Wong six. Resident Evil Four was super cool because the DLC you could play as Ada. Yeah. While the Leon stuff was going on, you could see. Well, it's great in Resident Evil Six because when you're crawling around in the uh, in the vents as her, it's just ass. Like beautiful, <laughs> round, juicy ass right in front of your have screen you seen, do you as know you're what, crawling through the vents. Mike, do you know what Gamergate is? What? Do you know what Gamergate is? Gamergate? Yeah, it happened no. in like 2015, 2016. No. Do you know the name Anna Sarkeesian? No. Uh, so she came out, uh, feminist in gaming, where they were like, video games are sexist because they give in to the male idea of what a woman is it's all sexual fetishes and stuff and uh-huh. it's like it shows uh clips that she would use would be like uh arkham yeah with the batman games arkham asylum yeah and it would show batman and she's like as you can see batman has a cape and his butt is completely covered up and then she plays catwoman she's like as you can see it this male sexual fantasy of a butt and it's like <laughs> moving the camera around so you can see underneath her and stuff. <laughs> i mean of course i'm like well catwoman doesn't wear a cape First right. of all, <laughs> and she has a nice butt, and she—that's part of her character—is she seduces people with her looks. Is kind of part of being Catwoman, right? But what you're saying right now would go into internet. There was mm-hmm. a, there's huge movement of women who were like, video games are sexist and men are pigs. Well, I mean, the people making these games are horny fucking dudes. Well, then also, but I would t- I would say take that same clip, that same thing of Batman, turn that camera around and look at the front of him. Look at this huge hog. Huge bulge, giant fucking abs. Like, right, yeah, big old pecs. Yeah, square jaw. <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's a beautiful man. He's a beautiful man. I mean, Conan the Barbarian. Bar- 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 oh, I can't even talk. <laughs> Conan, <laughs> Conan the O'Brien. <laughs> Dude, I told you that I met Conan O'Brien. Really? I met Conan O'Brien. 
I saw him. At, well, I saw him. I okay. didn't fucking walk up and be like, oh my God, what's up? And he's like, Jeremy, it's been a long time. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't like that. We were at, funny enough, on the subject, a place called The Clam Box. Nice. Um, in Massachusetts. We were in line to get food at The Clam Box, and the line like went forever. Like, he's it was very wrapped tall. around the building, yes. And uh, so some of our family was ahead of us in line. And my brother's, uh, my sister-in-law, my brother's wife, comes running out and up to me, and she goes, Jeremy, is this who I think it is? And she shows me a picture of Conan O'Brien. I'm like, yeah, it's Conan O'Brien. She's like, he's ordering food right now. We're right behind him in line. She's like, I didn't know if it was him, so I needed to come confirm with you. I was like, yeah, dude, that's Conan O'Brien. And then while I was getting into the building, he had gotten his food, and he was walking out, and he went and sat. So it was a bunch of like out uh, like plastic tables yeah, and yeah, chairs yeah. under tents yeah. or gazebos. And he just sat with everyone around him. With It was him and his daughter. And no one bothered him. That's good. Like my, fi- I had people until like, I showed. Well, they're up. like, "Let's go talk to him." And I was like, "He's like, he's eating food. He had just left the show. The show had just ended. Yeah, and uh, he was eating with his daughter, and is in Massachusetts, like not being a famous dude. Yeah, just like leave him alone. <laughs> she took her picture, and that was already too much for me. I would have never taken a picture of him. Oh sure, he's he's, he's living his life. Does his hair look great? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. it's quite disheveled. It's not. He should have been ashamed of himself. He's a bald man. What? Yeah, that hair is a facade. <laughs> well, it's his hair. Yeah, but it's back here, and it all—he poofs it all forward. Well, yeah, Trump does the same thing. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised with all of his money that Trump doesn't just have plugs, right? Yeah. Why? I mean, yeah. he—he, he, I mean, he dyes him. I don't know if he like he rubs Cheetos all over his face to give himself that orange complexion. You know, when that came out, I remember when when Trump became president and people said, "Oh, oh, the orange man, the orange." And <laughs> it's I was like just, Oompa Loompa. Like the first time I heard it, I was like, "Oh yeah, it's funny. He's got the spray tan, so he's orange." And then it was like CNN: Orange man says this thing. Orange man that. And I was like, "Whoa, guys, that's not even the most clever joke you can make about this guy." And it's just. Yeah, <laughs> you so orange. Well, well, I mean, at least you could have been like Chester Cheeto. <laughs> like, oh, I loved it too because they were like making fun of his hands, and they're making fun of the way his he tiny looks. Hands, and they're the same people who are like, "Don't judge me. I'm perfect the way I am. <laughs> Look at how fat and stupid that guy is with his tiny hands." <laughs> like, see the way he drinks water. <laughs> he does have tiny hands. I mean, he's. Tiny hands for what? He's like 6'3". Yeah, he's got... He's, have you seen his hands? His They're, hands... I have small hands. Dude, his hands... You probably, he probably couldn't even wrap his, his hands around top of Rose's head. His hands are that's, so small. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so small and tiny. <laughs> I mean... Uh, uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, Build that wall. Build that wall. <laughs> oh, Jeremy. I love you. I love you, too. Uh, anyway, I would say that this... This this was great because reminiscing about all this shit that you and I got to experience is like I, I love revisiting this with you. Now that we've reconnected and we're doing this fucking awesome podcast, I just want to thank our listeners right now. Uh, we at this point we have uh, we have a few people following us. You know, uh, we got we got a few people investing in our future in thanks, our content. Thanks, Justin. Thanks, we Nick. Have, Jeremy, we have dozens. Of listeners, <laughs> dozens, plural, not that's, just one dozen. That's that's at least multiple dozens we're more than we to, had a couple weeks ago. We're up to two dozen. That's dozens of listeners. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you. And love you. We love you. 
and we always love hearing from you. Harass us. Send us messages, like I've said. Jeremy, tell them. Michael's phone number is... No! (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) If you'd like to direct message the show, contact Michael Riley at... (laughs) Majizzypod. Majizzypod. (laughs) Hey, Jeremy, where can they find us on the internet? Majizzypod. And anywhere you want to, anywhere you listen to your podcast, really, it's Amazon, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Yeah, iHeartRadio. Um, can they still listen directly from the website? Uh, not currently. Okay. I, uh, th- I will use this as an announcement if I haven't already done it, but I am going to be revamping the entire website. So I have a plan to do the entire website d- different and better. And actually make every single episode available the way that it... Because, okay, if you people haven't caught it already, I am learning as I'm going. Oh, yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing, okay? So when it comes to recording this and equipment and and, and technology, uh, when it comes to social media, I'm brand fucking new, Okay. So Facebook, Instagram, hey, that's, Twitter. That's a good. That's a good thing to throw I, out there. If people have suggestions, they they like their podcast. People love their podcast. Yeah. And if there's something out there that you know that we could probably do to enhance it, to do something I on want the technical to do side, we're going to talk single... about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. You got suggestions? Throw some stuff out there, dude. Help my boy Mike out. What you want? We're here for you. We listen to your words. You don't know Mike's sacrifice, dude. You don't know. He's editing. It's hot in here. <laughs> All right? Fucking give him a suggestion, dude. Help him out. But I, I I, have never been involved in really social media. And my my family, my friends, everybody can vouch for me that, like, up until this podcast, they probably thought I was dead. <laughs> and then now I come out and I'm like, well, I guess I got to, you know, do social media. I was like, what's Facebook again? And twi- what, I've never used Twitter a day in my life. I've never used Instagram. I'm 33 years old. These are all brand new fucking things. I'm learning about, guess what, Jeremy? People are very sensitive now. <laughs> so, <No. laughs> so I've come from a point in my life where I've never really been involved in social media. And as I'm doing this, I'm like, you guys get butthurt about everything. It's so funny sometimes when you read comments, like, you'll read someone obviously didn't understand what they saw, but they have a very strong opinion about what they think they saw. Oh, sure. And then someone will come in to try and correct them, and then another person will be like, fuck you, he was right. And then, like, seven other people will be like, no, he's trying to explain to you. He's like, I don't need your explanations. I was in the military for 15 years. Like, it's just Jeremy. this whole jumbled, like, argument, and it's just like a video of someone talking about Pikachu. It's it's it's, it's, it's crazy. absolutely bananas. Everyone's getting uh, so I, I I think it's more of people aren't getting offended. They want their moment. Oh, they're seeking it. Yeah. To to be offended and then people tack on and then what happens is it's a snowball and then it gains traction for no fucking reason. Guess what? We're all fucking dumb human beings trying to live our lives. Guess what? You're a human fucking being. I guarantee you there's a point that you said something fucking stupid. You're probably saying something stupid right now. You're doing it right now. You're in the shower. Oh, Rosie's using my phone as a pillow. <laughs> he is adorable. He is an adorable little boy. Boy, yo, kitty. But the point is, you know what? Lighten up. We're all having fun. I love all of you. I don't care who the fuck you are. I love you. Unless you're a pedophile. And then fuck you, you can die in hell. <laughs> or you're a koala bear, and fuck you, you can die in hell. 
Um, or a I think koala, that's it. A koala pedophile. So, oh god, it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. It would not surprise me if there were koala pedophiles. It would not surprise me one bit. But pretty much, if you're not a pedophile and you're not a koala bear, then I fucking love you. Thank you, Lydia. Can't breathe. Jeremy, I love you. I love you too, buddy. Um, yes, Jer- like Jeremy said, Majizipod, M J S Y P O D, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, what video game uh, should we post a snippet from on our Instagram? I think Heart of Darkness. I think, in all honesty, yeah, that was like a special moment. Uh, number one, very touching game for me and you. I remember playing that game with you and I just, I, I get a flood of memories like just <laughs> sitting in your room on the floor. Cause it, we would sit on the floor in front of your TV and just play the shit out of this game. I just, I have such great memories of that with you. Specifically. That must've been when I lived in uh, yeah, you, the, Courtney. The, the safari. You had the safari. Yeah. Walls. I yes. lived off of Courtney. Yeah. 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 You had the weird Diana shores. Uh, so when your parents got that house, it, it had a, a, a room that was no your mom commissioned it didn't she the painting yes yeah 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 so she yeah. paid somebody to have someone come in and, yes. and paint the tiger she painted my room as a safari, safari jungle yeah safari jungle yeah there's snakes and tigers and yeah that's pretty cool yeah yeah and, and we, it, we were renting that house so she was not allowed oh, to was do renting. that oh <laughs> she was not allowed to do that she did it anyways <laughs> but we love you guys thank you um go to our patreon it is patreon forward slash guess what and, he, and here's a... Uh, Majizipod. Here's That's lo- right, Jeremy. Here's looking at you, Justin. And here's Justin, looking at you, Nick. Nick, two very special people in our hearts, supporting our dreams, making it possible for us to, you know, do our dream and make content for you guys. Mike, you told me that Justin wants us to do a foodie episode. He said uh, you... Well, number one, you brought up wanting to do a foodie episode. He is holding you to it. And ah. I think our listeners want to hear you. Did he use the hashtag? No. Oh, Justin, get at get at us with that hashtag. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not legit. What is the hashtag? Well, he doesn't use Twitter. He emailed the show from our oh, website. Classy. And if you did not know, our email address for the show is ajay, u h j y e a h at majizipod m j s y p o d dot com. And you can send us emails if you'd like. If you don't use Twitter, and I understand if you don't, because I'm brand new fucking to it, and I don't understand why I get notifications for pages I don't follow. It's just <laughs> tweets from people just sending into the ether. And it's like, hey, guess what? You got a notification. I was like, it has nothing to do with me. I don't give a fucking shit about this. It's just a hot chick and boobs. Well, that is nice. And then I click on it, and then I look at the person, and it's like, oh, you got nice boobs. <laughs> and then I get really tired and later I- for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's all sex. Yep. Sex sells. Maybe we should start an IG account Ooh. with us. IG? Instagram. Oh, we do have an Instagram. It's Majizipod. Yeah, but we need to start posting. Oh, putting our wieners on it. Spicy pictures up oh, there. Oh, <laughs> burlesque. So we should start an OnlyFans. Ooh, you want to cover ourselves in oil and then like give each, give each other a hug and put our, our pinky fingers up to our mouths? Yeah, but I want to do that off the record <laughs> oh it just just for ourselves yeah okay that's fine that's our special time all right i got some olive oil it's fine all right we love you guys uh anything else no that's it thank you thank you all right jeremy bye hello don't forget to submit your song to michael and jeremy's website and tell your friends about the show it's beautiful like a mushroom cloud this game fuck you making sounds You gotta say bye. Bye. No. Bye.
How are you going to say bye? Bye! <laughs> <laughs>